what should be a nice quiet afternoon uh, has been severely disrupted. Uh, I feel like I'm in some sort of action movie to be honest. Uh, there's some helicopter or aeroplane, probably a helicopter, whizzing around both different ends of the flat so it's noisy at the front and the back. It's a bit quiet at the moment but um, oh, welcome to episode 58 uh, of a very irritable Mr. Burt Pogs. It's actually just driving me up the wall. It's that sort of, it goes off into the distance and then you just think it's going to stop and disappear completely uh, and it just comes back again. Um, There's obviously some emergency going on, but you never hear anything. Uh, There's never any follow-up, even if you look at the local news, it's just driving me absolutely up the wall. Um, Oh, now now that's the neighbours over the road. I don't often actually see them out and about. They're going to go through the big gate in a minute. The boys are obviously very excited by the helicopter, certainly more excited than I am. Even though she's walked past the gate, she's actually come out the front door for once. But you can hear it now. It's an absolute nightmare. Listen to it. Anyway, um, yeah, she's come out the front door. Usually they battle away through that gate. Now, the latest thing that they're annoying me with about it's got this... I don't know if it's a beeping alarm on the gate or on his motorbike. But it's one or the other. So every time he comes out with his motorbike, there's this incessant beeping, which just drives me absolutely up the wall. Um, that's all I can say about that, really. It's just very irritating. So um, so the children are obviously off this week. It's half term, so it's quite quiet. Um, I think next door have gone away, and uh, I suspect I went past the hippie family, and they looked quiet today. They seem to have gone off somewhere. They're always on holiday, that lot. Um, the house building at the end of the street, uh, well, the top floor now seems to be completely finished, um, presumably not inside, but definitely outside. They seem to be putting some sort of cladding around it. It's got, um, pebble dash, white paper pebble dash, seem to be putting some cladding around it, which is a bit odd. And now, I don't know what they're doing now. They're supposed to be building around the bottom, extending the ground floor outwards. Um, and there's a skip up here that's been constantly filled with stuff, but I don't know where it's coming from. It looks like they've actually gutted the interior as well, so maybe he's having the whole place gutted, I don't know. Um, and the realise that there's two dead trees near his house. No connection. So, um, yeah, so it's very green at the moment and lovely, and uh, it's I like this time of year because it's not too hot. Uh, I have actually gone a bit wild today. I've got a t-shirt on uh, and I haven't put, uh, I've got a short sleeve shirt on, he correctly says, and I haven't got my t-shirt on underneath. Um, I did have the curtains closed to keep the sun out because it does get a bit hot in the front room, but I've had to open those now so I can see the absolutely nothing going on outside, except a man's just crossed the road without a white pole and has seconds later crossed the road again with a white pole. So I don't know where he got that from. Um, so yeah, we've got different bird food, uh, spring watch is a major part of life at the moment. Well, I can't watch the whole hour of it every day, but I'm sort of up to thinking I might be, I think I've still got what Fridays to watch. Do like spring watch, partly because my mother and father were absolutely gripped by it, uh, every 
year. So I think I associate it with them an awful lot. So, and it has been going for years as well. So the fat blocks seem to be melting, which, um, you see, now that boy's got on his bottom Phoebe Bridges. It's definitely boy. He's got tracksuits, pants on, and across his bottom it says Phoebe in big letters, bridges underneath, and then down each leg there's a couple of, like, bones. That's really odd. It's not a look I'm going to be going for this summer. I haven't decided on my summer look yet, uh, for obvious reasons. Um, all my clothes seem to be falling to pieces. I hate throwing... I think it's... I wear my clothes until they fall to pieces and then I can't send them to the um uh, obviously all my clothes are timeless in their style so I can wear them for decades and then I can't send them to the treasure shop because they're not wearable and then the flipping council don't seem to do any uh clothes they used to they used to have quite a lot of clothes um recycling bin things but they've all disappeared in fact, most anything that isn't the basic cardboard, paper and tins and bottles, all that recycling is just banished. And you have to pay, they're obviously just cutting back the front centre and, the, and you have to pay for your green bin now, which I refuse to do. I'm not paying £75 a month to have them take that away. And we haven't got a car, so it's right, we've got a big tip nearish us, but it's a car journey away. Anyway, I don't know how I got onto that. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so anyway, so I don't know what's going on with the... It's just been very noisy. There's been lots of drilling and banging and crashing. Uh, but I've just never seen any builders, and I've never seen any builders' vans. So that's all very mysterious. i uh, not quite sure what's going on there. Um, so I did yoga this morning, uh, which was an absolute nightmare. I think I spent more time resting than I did actually in any of the positions. I got a bit cocky last week because I thought I did a really good one last week and then I just went to pieces, this one. Um, I just was really red-faced when I came out of it. Not an attractive look. But a fabulous run. I decided to run, I usually run anti-clockwise around the recreation ground. I decided to run the other way because the up is very slight incline and the side uh, I run down usually is not in shade. So I thought I'd no, to the side I run up usually is not in shade, so I thought I'd run up in shade and down out of shade. God, just sometimes I just hear myself. Anyway, um, and I was really fast. I was less than 30 minutes. Very happy with that. I kept a steady pace up because I have been sort of trying this H, what do you call it, high intensity impact training. I mean, in my, my own adaptation of it, uh, I use that word carefully. Um, by running up one side really quickly, running at the up incline bit really quickly and then easing off the rest of it. But I've gone back to running steadily and I seem to get around quicker if I run steadily. I have been following, uh, I haven't been following it, it's not true at all. Uh, Michael Moses has been doing a quarter of an hour thing on the radio, how to improve your life with one thing. Uh, and I listened to, what was it? There's one on standing on one foot, uh, which you do a lot of in yoga. But the one I listened to was, oh, cold shower. Um, and then I heard a scientist talking about uh, studying the body in extreme cold temperatures, uh, which is very, what was that one? Oh, the Life Scientific. That was really interesting. So um, there's no massive proof that it's good for you, but they think it is 
uh, I think they will find proof it's good for you having a cold shower. And apparently, if you immerse yourself six times, you actually reduce your uh, hatred of it by about 50%. So your body gets 50% use less. I'm confused myself anyway. It gets easier after about six things. There's that funny neighbour. They've got six cars. Where's he going? Oh, you see, oh, so that's one of their... I mean, they've got at least four. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Now, there's been a red one there for ages, and that's his. Oh, that explains a lot. Very strange. Um, they seem to use them all as well, which I find really odd. Um, we're thinking about getting, um, well, not buying, but it has been uh, perused. Is that the right word? Um, you can get an electric car for about £200 a month uh, all in. So no tax, no nothing, no insurance, everything. You get the whole lot for £200 a month. Um, thinking about doing that, but then, of course, I'm going back to this... Uh, horror of having spent money. This thing I haven't been earning any money. It hasn't really mattered because I haven't been spending any money. Uh, so I'm just getting this couple I've never seen before. That's right, just walk down the middle of the road. I don't know why we bother having pavements. Yeah, she's gripped by the extension. Um, never seen them before. Um, yeah, so that was an option just to sort of get out and about around weekends and a bit now things reasoning up a bit unless they all close down again and um we've booked a holiday in wales but i'm a bit i'm just a bit well i suppose everybody feels the same way i'm just gonna you know zero electricity is gonna charge is gonna conk out halfway up the m1 um i think you can get about 150 200 miles on a charge i mean there is a I mean, I'm looking at it now. The lamppost at the end of the road has got a charger on it. So we can charge up the car really easily. Uh, and our neighbours have got a Tesla. I might actually ask them how they get managed. Um, oh, drifting all over the place today. Um, yeah, so that's a vague possibility. So, oh, I know, I was, on to, I was talking about the birds, wasn't I? Uh, I had a blue tit next to me the other day, which was lovely. And that was a one and only. The rest of the time it's the... Uh, they haven't been as around as much, the bagpies. I suppose there's more food around with them. I've put some different food out for them today, which hadn't gone overnight. The sort of white pellets and worm meal things. I don't know what they are. But um got them in Sainsbury's. And um, I thought, obviously not popular, as none have gone overnight. But then I've uh, had a couple of visitations this morning. Beady eyes looking in at me and they've been eating them. Um... Talking of visitations, actually, our neighbours put, um, he's got a rather nice uh, seat. It's like a wrought iron seat in the back garden. He's put a padded cushion to sit on it and two cushions at the end to prop yourself against. And there was a big tabby cat curled up on it, fast asleep this morning, which I thought was very funny. I obviously thought it had been put there for its benefit. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's bird watch, done neighbour watch. Yes, the neighbours all seem to be away, and the road is very quiet today, it has to be said. So, uh, we had a big, now, my big news, big bake-off new tin news was I got, and I know a lot of people were very worried about this, the bake-off tin came separately. I ordered two tins, and uh, they came separately for some reason. So, I'd had one when I last spoke to you, 
the round one. The one that I thought was square is actually not square. It's a rectangle. It's a tray bake. I thought it was one of those square ones that you make square cakes in, but never mind. It's fine. It's a nice duck blue um, color. That's green. And um, so now I've got two tins and a cake stand. Oh, and my loaf tin. I made some bread over the week. Bread. I made some bread over the weekend. Um... Because I realised I've got a load of rye flour. I don't know why I bought it, but I'd never opened it. I think I went a bit mad at the beginning of lockdown and bought lots of different exotic flowers, uh, flowers, flower types of flower, not not blooming flowers. One of which was a packet of rye flour. Um, so I found this. I mean, you can. There have been requests for sourdough rye bread. But I looked at the thing for that, and you've got to make the starter or something, and that takes seven days. I'm not doing that. Um, although I think it's just a matter of putting some water in with some flour and just adding the water every day and it ferments or something. I'm not quite sure what it does. Uh, and uh, there is an ongoing joke in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which you're watching about, Boyle's starter, which has been in the family for generations. Um, so I actually do get that now, because you obviously do put a lot of you just keep adding water and then taking some of it out and then adding more ice. But I think it kickstarts the yeast or something. I haven't looked into it. Anyway, I made this rye bread, which is Swedish rye bread. Um, I have no idea how authentic the uh, recipe was. It's quite nice. It's a bit sweet. It's got sugar in it and it's just a little bit sweet. Um, and it was also meant to have orange rinds and caraway seeds and fennel seeds, but I didn't bother with those. Uh, partly because I didn't have any. Um, yeah, I enjoyed making it, that was fun. Well, it wasn't fun. I do find it quite calming doing things like that. And I'm sort of hoping that the kneading helps my yoga because my wrists are so weak. I think that's why I hate downward dog so much. Uh, is my arms, my arms actually, I've lost muscle weight on my arms. It's just I didn't realize I've got a t shirt on, not that I'm you know, not the incredible hulk exactly, but I've realized it's just lack of swimming. I haven't swum for, well, since the beginning of lockdown. Um, and that's partly why my core isn't good. Um, yeah, I don't know what to do about that because the flipping gym's so expensive. It's uh, it's very expensive for uh, going one, <laughs> one swim a week. I think it comes out as about, you know, 75 quid per swim. It's not quite that bad, but um, it's not good. So I'm thinking about giving that up. But I don't really know what to do about that. I'm just having a money crisis. I need to get some work, but I don't want to get some work. That's my crisis. Um, and then yesterday we went uh, on an outing, a theatre outing for the first time, uh, to a show called Flight at the Bridge Theatre. Now, the reason I went is because the show is adapted it's an adaptation uh, from Nothing to See Here listeners will know why I'm saying that in such a pointed way uh, from a novel uh, and the person that adapted it is called Oliver Emmanuel and I did a he writes a lot of radio plays I did an Arvon called Arvon's a sort of writer's retreat it's a, I mean it's good value for it, it is but it's expensive uh, and I've never been able to afford to do one but they've been doing bits and pieces on Zoom so um, I did his one, and then he also does, uh, I think I've mentioned this before, Patreon thing, which I'm not going to go into now, but basically I spend £10 a month on that, and he does these little sort of more more personal courses, 
So, um, so I listened to one of his plays. There's two available on Sounds. Uh, one's called When the Pips Stop, and the one I listened to is called The Tenderness of Boys. Uh, it's a beautiful play about um, a writer going through the process of writing about the relationship between his mother and him when he was a child. Uh, it's a little bit more complicated than that. Um, it's got a really, I'm not sure surreal is the right word, but it's got a very playful structure to it. Um, and it is, it's a very, t- as in the title, it's a very, very tender play. And I don't think men write about their relationships with their mothers enough. Um, but yeah, it's beautiful. It's lovely. So I can highly recommend that. And then, so he's adapted this novel. can't remember what the novel's called, but the show's called Flight. And it tells the story of two uh, boys who, I'm not quite sure how old they are. They're, I think they're young teens. One's probably mid-teens. Um, and they're in Afghanistan. And they basically travel over to the UK as refugees on their own with no adults. Um, but it's not a play as such. You go into a little booth put headphones on, uh, so you immerse yourself in this sort of radio play of beautiful sound effects and dialogue and narration. And in front of you, and it's quite hard to describe it, in front of you is um, an ever-moving, basically models that are lit up, um, which are visually telling the story. They're they're exquisite. Um, it's very hypnotic. You completely, well, I completely lost myself in it. And you piece together through the narration, through the sound effects, through the dialogue, through the visuals of what you're looking at. You sort of piece the story together, but you never really get all the information. And I, I, I like that. So I think it's sold out. But um, if I haven't put you off that uh, and there are tickets, I really, it, it's only about 45 minutes long, but you're in the set for quite a bit longer because of COVID restrictions. But it's lovely, so it's great. So um highly recommend that. Uh, I've got any other big news. Oh, actually, the big news is that stupid helicopter's gone away. Um, I think that's it. I got a little bit sad because my brother sent um, some more stuff that's being auctioned from my parents' house, but it was just these boxes of stuff they'd had on the mantelpiece, little knickknacks and things that I didn't want and uh, we didn't have time to get off to the charity shop. Uh, also my net metronome, which I forgot to claim. Um, and I found that a bit, I don't know, I sort of found that a bit sadder than the bigger things like the dining room tables and stuff. Uh, I don't know who buys these. I mean, it's literally a box of all this stuff. I don't know whether, oh, I don't know. It's just a job lot of bits probably go for about five quid um yeah anyway uh have i got anything else to say i don't think i have actually i'm gonna leave it there um the sun is shining uh it's going to shine a week actually and uh, in theory i can get loads and loads of things done this week because i haven't got any teaching to do therefore but that won't happen and um I should really, really have got to get into the garden. I've got some tomato plants given to me. Oh, yes, a bit of bone to pick over that. In fact, I was offered tomato plants by the hippie family. And then I'm talking to the next door neighbour and she's telling me about the tomato plants that the hippie family's given her. And I didn't have any at that point. So I was obviously bottom of the list. 
anyway, they're growing now and they're too big for their pots. And that means I've got to venture into the back garden, which means going down two lots of stairs and looking at the horrors of the overgrown garden. Because um, we don't overlook it from the flat unless you make a big effort to look out the window. <clears throat> and this little lovely little flower, I think is it fever fuel or something? Lovely little flower that I planted a while back, a couple of years ago. Now basically it's taken over the whole garden. There's just you there's just nothing but that flower, apart from the biggest shrubs and trees coming out of it. One tree. Um it's just carpet now. So I'm gonna have to pull all that up. And the worst bit's the uh, there's sort of a brick patio, a small brick patio area, and of course all the weeds grow up between the bricks. And that's the deadly bit picking all that out because you can't get the roots out properly. Uh, it was another person, it's all girls. It's just been a mass of people today. Um, right, I'm going to go because I'm really seriously waffling now. Uh, and thank you for listening.